Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Come on along and welcome aboard the Indiana Sports Beat with Corey O'Leary coming to you from the Golf Club at Eagle Point Studios, powered by Rivals here on this Monday, May 17th. Uh, it is a wet, soggy bottom boys day out there, Todd Larry. I listened to the rainfall all night long. Yeah, it was coming down hard and long. It sleeping was weather, a uh, perfect sleeping weather. and We got a, a great, enjoyable show for you today on the program with us. Uh, Hall of Famer, member of the IU radio broadcast crew, Joe Smith is with us. Christian Lander uh, is going to join us as well. Looking forward to talking to him. Last Dance uh, finished up the last dance of the last dance last night. NASCAR returned, thoroughbred racing. Uh, the, the, the vanilla priller, thriller priller, he got engaged. Tim Priller got engaged, Todd Larry. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> that's all the news. That That's all the that requires. It's, that's not uh, a sports. It's not sports. Yeah, it's just something. To, nah, just something to throw in there. Is, uh, congratulations to the uh, the vanilla thriller. Thriller. I think he goes by. Uh, last dance last night. Any takeaways from that? On the first, episode nine, we saw a lot of the Pacers. Uh, Dale Davis uh, and and Reggie. Man, Reggie, one of the greatest streak shooters. Man, but oh, they were close. They just couldn't get over that hump. Yeah. No. That that was. I remember being at those games and, and, you know, the NBA doesn't generally have that atmosphere. Um, but although I was shocked to hear them talk so much about Utah and how crazy it was in Utah, because I was at market square during those games and, and it was, it was loud, like uh, college basketball loud, which the NBA generally doesn't get that. And with the new arenas, it's really hard to get that way nowadays anyway. But um, yeah, that, those were some great memories. And I just, I remember being at those games when Reggie hit that that one three pointer on my to win the game. I just I've never been in a place that went crazier than that. It was it was so much fun. I could and the shots of old Market Square Arena, man, yeah. I I love that place. It was the coolness of it. It sat over the street, uh, over Market Street, of course. But uh, what a cool venue I thought that was. Yeah, well, it, it obviously had special meaning for me because that's where we won our state championship so uh i yeah i loved it i hated when it got torn down but i'm also okay with with the change because banker's life field house <laughs> is beautiful is and nice and <laughs> yeah it's not bad so yeah i mean there was just a lot of you know one of the it's interesting for 
for I, I guess I'll say Pacer fans. I'm going to say Indiana people because I, I guess maybe you still need to be an Indiana fan, a Pacers fan. But I remember, like, I didn't like the Bulls. I mean, I respected the heck out of Michael Jordan, but I wanted the Pacers to win so badly. And, you know, last night, it's funny how, you know, 25 years will change you because last night I'm sitting there going, oh, my gosh, that would have been terrible if they would have lost that. <laughs> And at the time, I that would have made that documentary really horrible. Documentary been a lot different. (laughs) It just sounds it's so complete to say two three peats. I mean to have to have those two three peats really really. uh, I mean it completes his career. It it makes it it makes it different. If it was a three peat and then you know a back to back, and then they lost in his you know his last year with the Bulls, you just that whole thing when when you can when you can say something if it's not a prediction I guess but when Phil Jackson can put out a, a little team booklet that says the last dance on it and they know how many times do you know ahead of time like this is the last year for all of us this is the last year we're all going to be together and then to be able to be successful and win that year it just doesn't happen very often no. you know it's it's just a scenario that doesn't come come into play very often and so the documentary, I, it was so funny because I remember leaving. I remember after the, the, they lost in the seventh game to the Bulls, I was just, I mean, I was so upset and devastated. I, as upset and devastated as I've ever been on a team that I didn't play on. And and then to think, like this this time later, last night, I was like, gosh, that would have really sucked if they would have lost. <laughs> the Bulls being, and I just, yeah. it's just such a difference. Well, and, and those two three-peats. Yeah, man, you got to see how really, really tough it is to do that. I mean, it was it, it took everything they had and more for it to come to completion. The, the, the Pacers, man, they were just this close. If and I think it was a, I think it was a Steve Kerr shot in, in a game that that Reggie said turned the game around. He goes at that moment, right. yep. and it's it's that kind of and game. I remember it. one shot goes the other it. way. It's it's yep. amazing, like you're talking about. But man, oh man! At the one point, they were at the one point they were talking about the jump ball. I mean, if they just if just they get the just jump ball, the yeah, jump yeah, yeah, ball, yeah, yeah. The, the game probably goes different. I think that I think because that, that preceded the shot that he hit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, yeah, went yeah, to Scotty yeah, yeah. Pippen. Scotty Pippen threw it straight to Steve Kerr, and he made it three. Yeah, it yeah. Just, it was it, yeah. It, it was it was one of those situations that um, that was a series that. It went to game seven. It probably, you know, it's it's like it's like the end of their run. I mean, they they won a second three P. So that's one of those series you'd love to say, hey, I don't care if this series goes on 27 games. I mean, I, I could watch these two teams play each other every game of the year. How about the uh Pizza Gate? Uh the flu game apparently was not the flu game. Um food poisoning from a late yeah. night order pizza with five delivery guys. His, his, I forget who it was, his trainer or whatever, said, yeah, I thought it was really weird when you get five guys delivering the pizza. And he goes, I had a really weird feeling about it. And, boy, it proved prophetic. Yeah, that's uh, – there's a lot of different things with that story that that with a lot of grown men in the room and surrounding the situation, you would have thought – they would have thought themselves through that a little bit better. I mean, that's – I uh, guess they thought, you know, no one's really going to do that. <laughs> Apparently they probably really did. Now I'm waiting for somebody to come out. You know that that's next. Somebody out there is going to come out with a story, whether true or not. They're going to say, "Oh yeah, I was working at pizza, whatever it was, and and we did this. We knew it was for Michael, and we thought this." 
Well, they better remember something. They better remember something. The guy they did that to is a billionaire. (laughs) And and he he can spend a lot of money trying to make sure that you feel just as bad as he did for a couple days. Oh, boy. Man, what a – that just – Weird stuff. I saw a pair of Jordan game worn shoes from '85. I think sold for five hundred sixty thousand dollars. Yeah, that's that's somebody that has too much expendable income. You got any half million dollar shoes lying around? Nah, I don't know if I have any fifty dollars shoes lying around. <laughs> Man, a half a million dollars for a pair of game worn. Now, I mean, I I know it's cool and all, but a half million dollars. Yeah, you got to have this stupid money. You got to have like Michael Jordan money to do that. Yeah. Michael yeah. Jordan could afford to pay that. Got to have Joe Smith kind of money to exactly. do something like that. Can't wait to get JoJo on. See what JoJo's been up to. Joe Smith, the uh, Hall of Fame broadcaster out of Bloomington. You've been Hall practicing Hall your radio voice? Joe Smith. <clears throat> I have to practice my radio voice with Joe gets on. Welcome to the MDNL Sports Beat with Coyle O'Leary. Joe Smith joins us. <laughs> he makes me sound like more of a hillbilly when he talks. He's, uh, he's a smooth-talking Joe Smith. Yeah, he's a smooth, smooth sound. Uh, NASCAR returned. Kevin Harvick, they're in Darlington. Um, I don't know what the ratings were like, but uh, it seemed like it was a good race. I, I was watching it you know, in and out. Um, but it was it was cool to have something back to watch. Um, I know they were was betting it? on that. But and speaking of betting, thoroughbred racing also Churchill Downs over the weekend. A normal handle for them on a on a day is like five million on a Saturday. I think they did fourteen million dollars in betting. Uh, so people, whoo, they looking for some sports, man. Yeah, the degenerates are getting restless. <laughs> you imagine normally you think of uh people out there the the, the track gambling you got the program in their hand got a big old little short stogie in their mouth yeah i guess i can see them sitting at home in their living room in a little lawn chair doing the same thing got the program out you got the stogie a little short hat on sit probably sitting in the front yard probably sitting in the front yard <laughs> oh man Listen i can i can visualize it too you gotta do Something I guess during this time. I'm with you. Hey, I'm not knocking anybody right now. Anything to entertain yourself and stay out of trouble is is a good thing. Ernie Thompson, also a former Indiana football player, fulfilled a promise to coach Bill Mallory, and he graduated at age 50 from Indiana. Ernie Thompson. I saw that. That was a cool story. Very, very cool story. Uh, staying at it, man. You're never too late. That's a very cool thing to see. Uh, did you Did you watch the entire documentary last night? Yes. Did you see the lady, Did you it, see the lady's language from Indianapolis? The Pacers, the blonde-headed woman, <laughs> yes. and it was so clear. I'm like, going, oh god, somebody knows this. A lot of people know this lady, and she's getting texts right now. And then they kept coming back to her, and she's mother effing. And I'm oh, like, yeah. wow. She said, in your effing face. I was like, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure. That, like, there you go, Indiana. That's the that truly though that part of it is what reminded me of how badly I wanted the Pacers to beat the Bulls. Like I apparently I, I heard too. Apparently, <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, like that that level of uh, I guess we'll call it excitement. Uh, I mean, she just they they Intensity. that was fun. Yeah. But between that and the the flamingo guy who was always at the games, um, I mean, there was some insanely passionate Pacers fans. Oh, and the funny thing is that woman was like front row right behind the bench because they kept pulling back and I don't know who the player was but you could hear every time she started you can hear him he turned like oh because she was like must have been pretty close to being in his ear 
whoever the player was, but she wasn't yelling at him, but just he could hear everything she was saying. He was like, Ooh. She was legit. That's a that's a legit <laughs> fan right there. That's the I one mean, you want on your team, not the others. That looks like one of those Michigan protesters up there in the state capitol guys, man. I'm uh whoo. <laughs> she was getting jiggy with it. She was serious about she that. She was not she was she was not happy with someone. Nope. She was yeah, it's Ooh, the intensity level was uh, was amazing, but you, you played in that gym. You talked about winning the state title there, but what was it like playing in there? Did you that, enjoy you know, that? Ar- I did. That arena was one of those that kind of I don't know how to explain this other than to say like it kind of had the high banking to use like your NASCAR references, yeah. where the the it was a great shooting gym because it seemed like the seats behind the basket were close, so you had a good background. You had a kind of a solid background in that. So I always, I thought it was, uh, it's a much easier gym to shoot in than a place like Banker's Life, for example. But, but like I'll also say, you get used to it. Your eyes adjust and you get used to shooting in, especially, you know, for the Pacers and things like that. Like they, they probably don't even notice it. But, um, but after, you know, when you only play a couple of games there, there's a definite difference. And, you know, leading into the state championship, I mean, you get one hour of practice time, um, uh, to you know to go in there and get used to it and adjust and all that luckily i i had uh i had a member of my family that that was in charge of running market square arena so there was a time or two i might have gotten some extra shots up did uh did they put you on anybody's shoulders and run the tape measure down from the yeah no we didn't do that from we didn't do that (laughs) i saw that had yet to happen that had yet to happen in in the movie i saw um, i think it was your buddy jake query who put a poll up the other day asking and maybe not have been him but if people call it a basketball goal or a basketball hoop and the overwhelming majority of people answering that poll said basketball hoop and i'm like and everybody responding underneath said i've never heard anybody refer to that way and i haven't either it's i've always called a basketball goal field goal percentage but yeah that was just kind of a weird weird thing i I couldn't believe how it was like 80 percent said that i'm like no that's not that's not accurate i don't think people. and, and, and i and but those 80 percent, i would say are people from indiana and i'm not ripping i'm i'm from indiana i'm saying like i think i think us more hillbillies people call it a, a hoop i'm going to play hoops i'm not i'm going to play goals yeah I'm yeah i'm gonna hoop it up gonna hoop it up yeah so I mean I I get I get the point and you know what he's hilarious about being able to come up with little goofy things like that and it just it just sticks in his crawl and he, if he can't figure out what more what's the right way to do it or call it or whatever but um but you're right I mean you ask somebody from Arizona that question or somebody from California they're going to say a basketball goal they're they're not going to say a hoop we'll get, if they we'll do get, they probably have relatives from Indiana we'll have to get Jake on here one day. We got lots more coming up. The Hall of Famer Joe Smith is going to join us next. Looking forward to that. Christian Landers on with us today as well. Stay tuned. We got tons more coming up here on Indiana Sports Beat with Corey O'Leary coming to you from the Golf Club at Eagle Point Studios, powered by Rivals. We're back right after this. Loves your mama, loves Jesus in America. Hello, everybody. Jim Coyle from Indiana Sports Beat. When I'm not covering the Hoosiers, you can find me at Bubba's 33 in Clarksville, located on the northeast corner of I-65 at Veterans Parkway. Bubba's 33 has hand-tossed pizzas, bold burgers, and ice-cold beer from a select list of local craft brewers. An incredible food selection, all made fresh daily. 
Whether you're meeting the team for that post-win meal in the family dining area or meeting friends for happy hour to watch the game on one of Bubba's 50 TVs, Bubba's 33 in Clarksville, pizza, burgers, beer. We all want a winning smile for those championship photos, and that's exactly what you will get at Reynolds Family Dentistry in Sellersburg. Reynolds Family Dentistry has been serving the dental needs of Hoosier families for over 30 years. Let Drs. Roger and Jay Reynolds take care of your family. Just off of I-65 at 809 South Indiana Avenue in Sellersburg. Call 812-246-3368. That's Reynolds Family Dentistry, 812-246-3368. I'm Rain Shaddy, and I'm a Hoosier. As a toddler, you could always find me running around in a cream and crimson onesie and a red IU hat reminiscent of those worn during the world-famous William Tell timeout, shouting, Go Hoosiers! Like many other alum, I chose to make Bloomington my home. As a civic and alumni leader, I have become very knowledgeable about our community and would love to share my insights with you as your realtor. Find me on Facebook or call or text me, Ryan Shaddy, with FC Tucker Bloomington Realtors at 765-623-9093. Now that warm weather has arrived, it's time to hit the links, and there's no better place than the golf club at Eagle Point in Bloomington. Voted best golf course by the readers of the Bloomington Herald Times, the golf club at Eagle Point is under new ownership, has new fairways and bunkers, and it's open to the public. When the round's over, there's cold beer and a full menu at the Eagle Point Pub and Bistro. Call 812-824-1100 to make a tea time. That's 812-824-1100. The golf club at Eagle Point in Bloomington. This is Jim Coyle from Indiana Sports Beat with Coyle and Leary. Indiana Sports Beat is now a part of the Rivals Network. You can go to thehoosier.com to sign up. It's free. Catch the show there each day live or at your convenience. You can also like or follow us on Facebook, follow the show's rebroadcast, anywhere you podcast. If we're not on a radio station where you live, we should be. Let your local station know they need to carry Indiana Sports Beat with Coyle and Leary or simply go to thehoosier.com. Some of the best sounds you'll ever hear are generic, safe, effective, even money-saving, just like FDA-approved generic drugs. Even if they don't come in the exact same color or shape as their brand name equivalents, they have the same key ingredients and go through a rigorous review process. Talk to your doctor or pharmacist today and visit fda.gov slash generic drugs. Generics are safe, effective, and can save you money. You'll like the sound of that. This is former Indiana basketball player Brian Evans, and you're listening to Indiana Sports Beat with Jim Coyle. Today's guest is brought to you by Reynolds Family Dentistry of Sellersburg. You need a million-dollar smile for those championship photos, and that's exactly what you'll get with Reynolds Family Dentistry. Welcome back to Indiana Sports Beat with Coyle Larry coming to you from the Golf Club at Eagle Point Studios, powered by our rivals here on this Monday, and couldn't think of a better way to start it off with our old friend Joe Smith. Joe, Joe, how are you, brother? Well, hanging in there, fellas. How are we doing? We're getting by. Todd, uh, Todd's keeping uh, keeping busy out on the golf course when it's you dry. make you make you make me nervous every time you're on here, Joe, Joe, because you're I got to practice my radio voice even more because you make me sound like a hillbilly. Yeah, well, I'm glad you're getting out and hitting the ball. Fairways and greens, I hope, huh? Oh, occasionally. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we're uh, – come on in, Trey. I have a little service at the door here. But, 
Yeah, uh, <laughs> trying to survive like everybody else, just uh, totally overwhelmed here for the last, what, 10 weeks now that we're into this, so uh, it is what it is, and uh, today's Monday, I always have a, a saying that, uh, you know, especially on the first part of the week, seize the day and seize the week, so we move all forward and hopefully uh, cross those T's, tracing and testing and hope for good stuff here in the next uh, two, two, three months. We were just talking a little bit ago, the, the last dance wrapped up. Have you been following along with the, the Michael Jordan documentary on ESPN? Well, I'm glad you brought that up because, uh, yeah, I was, I was enjoying the uh, episode nine and getting ready for episode 10, and that's when the storm hit and my uh, and Man, goodbye direct TV. So uh, I'm anticipating Jimmy, Jimmy, sometime uh, watching the uh, – the final uh, chapter in the uh, <laughs> I think Jimmy but, muted himself and he doesn't realize it. But he really, he really came down last night right as the uh, final episode was starting. Boy, really really enjoyed, tell us that really story again. That. He got that muted, was, unfortunately, uh, so well, uh, Probably uh, one of the best documentaries I've seen uh, in my life, really, to be honest with you. Well done. You know, Right when I asked you that question, and you said you're glad to ask you that, our producer actually muted us. So what 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 did you say when you said you're glad we asked that question? What was that again? I had a drill uh, going on. <laughs> when when I first asked you that question, Jimmy accidentally muted you uh, when I asked about the documentary. and, and uh, so, so we couldn't hear your hear answer. You. Oh, well, I thought it was so well done. I We had a, a storm hit, you know, right as the uh, 10th uh, – and final episode was starting out, so I missed it, so I'm going to have to dial it back in and see how it all ended. Well, for episode nine, at least, we got to see a lot of the Pacers, and uh, and, and, and we talked, Todd said he was at all those games back then, uh, Reggie and Larry Bird and Dale Davis, and uh, man, what a great battles that was for, for Hoosier. Oh, yeah, fans. yeah, it was, uh, you know, it was kind of interesting to see, and Reggie even made the motion that uh, he kind of shoved Michael away there, uh, Getting a little room to take that jump shot that won that ball game, uh, but uh, at Market Square or where, wherever we played back in those days, it wasn't Market Square. It was the banker's life, wasn't it? But anyway, no, Conseco, one of those three. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, some great stuff in that uh, the video footage, uh, and that was uh, that was a great team the Pacers had, uh, Larry uh, Larry's squad, and uh, that was that was real good viewing, no question. Todd was at those games. Maybe we were talking about the excitement and, and the atmosphere of those, Todd. Uh, it was, I mean, it's it, like being in Assembly Hall. It was. It, it was awesome. And that was, uh, it had a college atmosphere. But, you know, it, yeah. it's funny because as Reggie was describing that, you know, that uh, quote push off last night, it was funny because I was just thinking to myself, the way Jordan would say that is, you know, Jordan's momentum was carrying him that way anyway, just like Brian Russell at the end of that Utah game when he said his push off didn't really matter. And, and, you know, it, the funny part is, is you wouldn't hear Jordan complain a bit about that push off because that's what those guys did to get open. And, and it was just that, that atmosphere and, and that, uh, desire to be, I mean, when you think about that, the Pacers team back then, and, and, you know, obviously I've thought about a lot more lately than, than I normally would have. But when you look sure. at that team and how good they really were, and then they they, they even said it like to a man. Even to the coach Larry Bird, it's very unusual for him to say something like this and point out the fact that their their entire goal they they had premeditated and thought ahead of time about the fact that they could be the one to end Michael Jordan's run of terror on the NBA and and when you have that many really really unbelievably good basketball players and coaches and everybody involved 
gunning to take you down and you're still able to beat them, that yeah. pretty much solidifies the fact that, that you're you're the best of all time, in my opinion. Well, no question about it. And I did catch you toward the end of Scott Van Pelt's, uh, you know, uh, who's the fellow for ESPN that they used that did the uh, little story on the comparison between uh, MJ and LeBron James. It wasn't even close. And uh, and those figures, you know, uh, during that 90-98 run, uh, those six titles in, what, eight years – and what they have done since the winning percentage, just that's that's all you need to know. Seventy-seven uh, yep. percent compared to forty-four uh, percent since then. Uh, the Bulls' activity on the NBA hardwood. So uh, he's the greatest player I've ever seen. Bob Knight is all I said that from day one, and it didn't take him uh, long to understand how you know you know at a young age anyway. When Bob had a chance to work with him here in the Olympic trials, uh, just what kind of a player he was going to be. Yeah, no doubt about that, and the, the specialness of that. And talk about dynasties. You've seen as uh, Indiana high school basketball. There's been a few great dynasties through the years that we've seen, uh, whether it was at Marion or, you know, Todd had some great teams there. But there were some really great runs. Who would you equate to, to maybe the two or three top runs of all time in high school, Indiana high do you school? Have to, do you have to put an asterisk through and say he can't say Bloomington South? <laughs> well, they, I don't no, know. The Bulls South has had know, that kind of a run. So, it, it, it's too bad because I had my heart set. Well, we even go back to uh, the, the March thirteenth. You know, I, I can't even remember if I put coffee in the pot uh, this morning. But there are some things I do remember, and obviously, uh, uh, <laughs> my main concern going to Seymour on the fourteenth of March this year was. Uh, you know, scripting my open to, you know, try to explain what had happened that week and why there were going to only be 75 fans in an 8,300-seat regional uh, setting at Seymour. But uh, what could have been, you know, that's the old uh, tale of the tape. I was uh, anticipating uh, a a championship out of the South Panthers, didn't get it. I go back, you know, I grew up on the west side in Indianapolis a few, uh, you know, uh, uh, more than a few years ago, a few decades ago. And anyway, I remember uh, the Washington uh, Continentals, uh, you know, that uh, Bill Green had before he moved to Marion. And and they were an excellent basketball team. Uh, Shortridge with Oscar Evans, George Theophanis, uh, uh, some of his neighbors that I grew up with in my neighborhood back in the day. And George Theophanis uh, got a lot out of the Shortridge uh, Blue Devils, and I'm, you know, we're only talking one or two years, but some great basketball on the part of those two Indianapolis teams, and then of course uh, the job that Bill did with uh, the Marion Giants. I, I, we have to put Marion there uh, uh, at the top of the list, and uh, uh, but it's kind of hard to say sustaining. You know, you use that word dynasty, sustaining success on the high school beat over, uh, you know, several years, even Difficult. beyond two years is so hard to do. It, that's yeah. pretty tough to categorize guys. Yeah, it is. That's because you, you don't have those same players after a few years it's gone, but uh, yeah, you're right though. Those teams at Marion Todd, uh, was, I think that was like, yeah, a few years right before you, you probably played against a lot of those guys, Jay Edwards, Lyndon Jones. Wow. What a run. I think three straight that they won. I played. I played against them once, and we lost by fifty points. Yes, I have <laughs> lost by fifty points twice in my career, and one of them. Hey, was and I wasn't Mary slighting Jack. you, Toddy boy. By- I mean, you, you know, all I got to do is just mention LN and uh, Jack Kiefer and uh, the guys that you had. I know that uh, you know. Talking about Lawrence North, Connolly, and Odin, and 
they ended my uh, season in Bloomington Norris in the uh, in the uh, semifinals. Uh, we played played them down at Bedford North Lawrence as uh, that turned out to be the final game in Tom McKinney's career. But uh, those are those teams that Jack had and the ones that you played on with Eric uh, Montross, uh, not bad. You won a few. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they weren't bad. But that that Marion that Marion group was just different. I mean, man, those guys. I was a sophomore when they came in and played us, and I mean, it wasn't even like it, it was a it was a JV versus varsity game. It wasn't even a comparison. But you know, it, it's just fun to talk to guys like you, Joe. That um, I mean, the, the stories that guys like you could tell. I used to always love when when we would do the IU broadcast and some of the stuff you would tell about the old high school games and that stuff, because there are so many guys that have such great memories of old high school games. I mean, you're naming schools in Indianapolis where I'm from and grew up that I barely ever even heard of. And I've only heard stories about them. So it's just, it's, it's cool to, to have uh, guys like you that have that knowledge and memory of those things. Well, you know, and Marion always kind of brought a a finality to my uh, season ending, uh, broadcasting chores and we can't uh, we can't leave out zach randolph in the uh, year that jared uh, and scott may and bloomington north played the marion giants and lost that game they were unbeaten that year of course and uh, uh there were uh, uh should have won that game and didn't but uh, zach randolph was unstoppable and uh, that's another memory that i have with a another great team that uh, the Marion Giants fielded, and uh, that was on into the right at the start of the uh, the century or the new decade or whatever they call it, 2000, 2001. So, Joe, Joe, how you got What are you going to do to spend the rest of your summers? We're waiting for the return of sports, so slowly kind of trickling back. But we had thoroughbred racing and NASCAR racing over the weekend. But uh, what are you doing to spend your time now? Well, my Twin Spires account's getting good work. Uh, I'm all excited <laughs> about Thursday at 2.30. Uh, my uh, hair looks like a small shrub, and uh, I finally get to see my uh, my barber, Carter, out in Ellisville at 2.30 on Thursday. I haven't seen him since uh, my last appointment, uh, March the uh, 24th. So, uh, yeah, I look like a wild uh, wild man. Even Trey, my, uh, my man here, is uh, laughing at that one. But anyway... Uh, yeah, Twin Spires, uh, you know, interesting developments. Uh, sure, it was great to see, uh, and I mentioned this on my reports today, you know, the Preakness, uh, they've set their date for October 3rd, which is uh, four weeks away from the Derby come fall, the Derby being on the first Saturday of September. What I'm awaiting now this week, and I think we'll see something unfold with Governor Cuomo now saying that uh, New York State can resume racing on June one when and where the Belmont Stakes will decide, uh, Belmont Park will decide to run the Belmont Stakes, of course, the third you know, leg in the Triple Crown. So uh, we could have it uh, two weeks after the, uh, the Preakness, because keep in mind, the uh, Breeders' Cup this year returns to Lexington and Keeneland uh, November the 6th. So that's going to be interesting because, you know, I'm a big horse race nut, so I've been following that. And obviously I've had a, <laughs> you know, I caught I caught one the other day, guys, uh, at Gulfstream Park. Uh, it was in the uh, ninth race, Smitten for Smitty. Now, how could you not bet that horse, right? Nineteen to one. <laughs> Everything, baby, bingo, bet the house. Bingo, hit, hit the exact. Smitten for Smitty was the name of the horse with Mikhail Vasquez in the irons, and 
got a nice one underneath on my exacta wheel and uh you know that's still funding my uh twin spirus account thank you so it's been you're rolling man that's yeah, been, you're well, rolling. No, that's been uh, the positive we've uh we've missed a few now don't get me wrong not sitting here thinking <laughs> uh, i hit every race i don't but it's nice once in a while to uh, find a a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow so to speak I'm telling you. Yeah, you mentioned those dates for those races for the Triple Crown. The the Derby in September, then the, the, the Preakness following that. And then you get to the Belmont. If you're looking at, at running that race in November in New York, whoo, that's going to be a little chilly up there. Yeah, and, uh, you know, they're going to get going, as I say, somewhere in June 1. I don't know if Belmont will decide to uh, – you know, run that mile and a half course. That's the longest distance of the three races, whether or not they opt to go in front of the Derby uh, or fall in place now that the Preakness has set its state October 3rd, whether or not they'll go, say, I don't know, October 17th, maybe, uh, October 24th. And then we got another Saturday in May, Halloween. And, and then we have all of a sudden the Breeders' Cup is on the scene. So, uh, you know, it's going to be interesting to see where they decide to place that date for the Belmont. And uh, thanks, straight, my man, coming in Monday and uh, taking care of a little chore here in the chalet on the uh, friendly south side of Bloomington. But anyway, uh, we'll see where they put that date um, come uh, the end of this week. Yeah, you meant, and all those dates we talk about, we have to remember, hopefully, there's going to be the return of college football, which, so yeah. we're going to have a lot going on this fall, if it's going on, there's going to be a, an abundance of it. Yeah, I, uh, boy, I tell you, I'm sitting here, what, what is today, I have no clue, I know it's Monday, but date-wise, I, you know, Coach Thomas said he needs, a, you know, about a six-week window, I, I just can't see the season starting on time, I, I really can't. You know, we go to Wisconsin on the 4th. And by the way, that's Oaks Day, <laughs> uh, getting back to racing for a second. But anyway, uh, I, I just, the way it stands now and with every challenge that's going to be facing, uh, especially a, a sport like football, when you got so many, I mean, there are so many uh, challenges that are going to be laid out, even if they allow, you know, teams to come back and start practicing on site. I, I, I'm just... I, you know, I'm not very optimistic about the uh, the true start of the college football season, and that's uh, that's that's a shame. And never, never in my life, ever, this has been so overwhelming uh, that I would ever that would I would even utter that sentence. But uh, it's the way it is right now, so we deal with it. Well, Joe, Joe, brother, we are, we'll keep you busy here no matter what. Uh, we appreciate you coming on to join us. It's always a, a fun time for us, and uh, we can't thank you enough. Yeah, I bought, uh, by the way, I, I, I'm back in the horse business. Uh, Mo Mischief now, young two-year-old, uh, and uh, he's <laughs> trained by Todd Pletcher, and uh, he's back uh, getting groomed for the uh, two-year-old season, Mo Mischief. So keep your eye on uh, that young man as he hopefully blossoms into maybe next year a uh, Kentucky Derby favorite. We'll be looking for it, brother. Thank you, Joe. Joe, I cannot thank you enough. Joe Smith. Hall of Fame broadcaster joining us here on the program. Uh, Joe, we'll talk to you again soon, brother. Thank you a lot. Hey, you guys, stay, stay safe, and we'll talk later this spring and summer, okay? Sounds great, See you, buddy. Brother.
There's the great Joe Smith, a uh, member of the Indiana Broadcasting Crew, a uh, Hall of Fame broadcaster, just a great guy to have around. I uh, love talking to JoJo. we got lots more coming up. Uh, Christian Lander is going to join us here on the program, and we got plenty more to talk about. Stay tuned. You're listening to Indiana Sports Beat with Coyle Leary, coming to you from the Golf Club at Eagle Point Studios, powered by Rivals. Back after this. Hello, everybody. Jim Coyle from Indiana Sports Beat. When I'm not covering the Hoosiers, you can find me at Bubba's 33 in Clarksville, located on the northeast corner of I-65 at Veterans Parkway. Bubba's 33 has hand-tossed pizzas, bold burgers, and ice-cold beer from a select list of local craft brewers. An incredible food selection, all made fresh daily. Whether you're meeting the team for that post-win meal in the family dining area or meeting friends for happy hour to watch the game on one of Bubba's 50 TVs, Bubba's 33 in Clarksville. Pizza, burgers, beer. We all want a winning smile for those championship photos, and that's exactly what you will get at Reynolds Family Dentistry in Sellersburg. Reynolds Family Dentistry has been serving the dental needs of Hoosier families for over 30 years. Let doctors Roger and Jay Reynolds take care of your family. Just off of I-65 at 809 South Indiana Avenue in Sellersburg. Call 812-246-3368. That's Reynolds Family Dentistry, 812-246-3368. I'm Rain Shaddy, and I'm a Hoosier. As a toddler, you could always find me running around in a cream and crimson onesie and a red IU hat reminiscent of those worn during the world-famous William Tell timeout, shouting, Go Hoosiers! Like many other alum, I chose to make Bloomington my home. As a civic and alumni leader, I have become very knowledgeable about our community and would love to share my insights with you as your realtor. Find me on Facebook or call or text me, Ryan Shaddy, with FC Tucker Bloomington Realtors at 765-623-9093. Now that warm weather has arrived, it's time to hit the links, and there's no better place than the golf club at Eagle Point in Bloomington. Voted best golf course by the readers of the Bloomington Herald Times, the golf club at Eagle Point is under new ownership, has new fairways and bunkers, and it's open to the public. When the round's over, there's cold beer and a full menu at the Eagle Point Pub and Bistro. Call 812-824-1100 to make a tea time. That's 812-824-1100. The golf club at Eagle Point in Bloomington. This is Jim Coyle from Indiana Sports Beat with Coyle and Leary. Indiana Sports Beat is now a part of the Rivals Network. You can go to thehoosier.com to sign up. It's free. Catch the show there each day live or at your convenience. You can also like or follow us on Facebook, follow the show's rebroadcast, anywhere you podcast. If we're not on a radio station where you live, we should be. Let your local station know they need to carry Indiana Sports Beat with Coyle and Leary or simply go to thehoosier.com. Some of the best sounds you'll ever hear are generic, safe, effective, even money-saving, just like FDA-approved generic drugs. Even if they don't come in the exact same color or shape as their brand name equivalents, they have the same key ingredients and go through a rigorous review process. Talk to your doctor or pharmacist today and visit fda.gov slash generic drugs. Generics are safe, effective, and can save you money. You'll like the sound of that. Hey, this is Jordan Halls, former Indiana Hoosier. Keep up with Indiana Sports on Indiana Sports Beat.
Welcome back to Indiana Sports Beat with Corey O'Leary coming to you from the Golf Club at Eagle Point Studios on this Monday, powered by rivals. Go to thehoosier.com. Complete coverage of uh, Indiana Hoosiers and the Big Ten. Christian Landers is going to join us uh, next. Looking forward to that. Uh, of course, everyone waiting for uh, – everybody keeps saying the, the decision. It's not a decision. A decision was made a long time ago on him reclassifying. Uh, it's, it's completing – uh, all the things that he has to complete to do that. You're basically putting an entire school year of, of work uh, in over the, you know, this short time, you know, he had to complete his junior year stuff and then do that for the senior year. So uh, looking forward to talking to him and, and seeing where we are, but yeah, uh, I mean, you escalating that process is not, <clears throat> it's not an easy feat by any means. Um, and I, you know, you and I've discussed it at length on this show of, it takes kind of uh, it takes a, a mature attitude and and some good uh, support help from your parents and and those involved to help you get through that process and so I, I think that we all you know as Indiana fans just from the athletic standpoint you know we're all rooting like heck that <laughs> that 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 happens and that the process takes place but you're right the decision was made so that part of it was that part of it was a done deal the just the process it has to go through. And all of the hard work. I mean, that's what everybody kind of forgets is that the process is the difficult part of it. So, um, you know, I think that's been the part that takes a little bit of time and doesn't happen as fast as we would all, uh, you know, we want to snap our fingers and make him eligible and make him put him in the starting lineup (laughs) immediately. Yeah, I can't imagine. I've said it before. I can't imagine. It was it was a struggle enough for me just to get through what I had to do to begin with. <laughs> yeah, I didn't need to add yeah, anything the, extra. On it. The, the only thing about it, it, it I, I agree with that, and and I'm not taking anything away from it. But I also remember my senior year of high school and where I had, I mean, it was a lot of electives that year. I mean, there there was I was yeah. It was just a matter of finishing up a couple of classes, and and, and then you move on to senior year in college, and it's really different. I mean, heck, my my last semester of my senior year, I had tennis class, and that was it. So. Um, but, but that's not the case in high school and that's not his case for sure. So, yeah, I had an open period in one period. And then my last period (laughs) was, uh, I was an assistant to our football coach. Exactly. I mean, I, and I get that. And, but, but that, that doesn't, I don't in any way hope I think take away from, you know, the accomplishment of being able to do this. I, I, mean, I couldn't have done I'm pretty sorry. I, I couldn't probably, have done it either. I was not mature enough. I bet I know. If um, they had, if they had brought the, the, idea up to me i probably would have laughed i would have chuckled him out of the room i mean there's no way i could have done that kids are just more mature today uh tim hit us up on the text line drove up to chicago this weekend what's with all the tolls apparently you haven't been there in a minute because that's been like that my entire life pay to get on the last time you went 1948 i'm telling you uh so yeah i bet yeah no you'd lose that bet if you thought you'd watch nascar this weekend i said the same thing uh, Ryan uh, from Michigan says, actually not sure about the stay-at-home order date as of now, but still looking forward to the movie theaters opening back up. Uh, oh, there's that. Yeah. Alan, bird's eye. Good morning, guys. Hope all is well with you and yours. All is well here. Finally got a good weekend of camping in. So a uh, good good weekend for you down there. That was a good weekend. It was a good weekend for camping. That's for sure. I don't like to be camping if it's raining like this, though. That's the thing. Oh, I didn't say I didn't say I would go camping. <laughs> I just said it was a good weekend for camping. I'm not a you know me. I'm not, I'm a diva. I'm not a camper. I, you know, I bet you not that camping's not already popular. 
I bet it's going to be even more popular this summer now. Uh, there's a way of social distancing, of getting out. I'm surprised they didn't open the camping parks a little sooner because that is a way to allow people to do some things that allows you to still stay within yeah. those the, the, the confinements of, of the social distancing, but they were keeping those closed and whatnot. I agree so with you. Hopefully that all that's all changing, but uh, we're, we're getting there, but we're getting there. So what are you going to do? But uh, yeah, man, the, the last dance, what a fun time. Um, but you start to thinking, Boy, we could see some – there would be some great miniseries. I'd love to see a miniseries off the Pacers, on that Pacers team with Bird and Reggie, the Bird is coach and all that. That had, I mean, that, that, there's got to be some cool stories in those little things right there. Yeah, no, there's there's no question about that. I mean, just to see – you know, it's so funny that they not, – not funny. It's interesting how they just kind of, you know, skim through different part, different series – in those uh in those documentaries like that because you it's a, just like what you said you look at the pacers and i mean we're more familiar with the pacers because they're from indianapolis and and you know we followed reggie miller and obviously larry bird and all those guys so closely we know there's a ton of stories within the stories of that you see trace jackson davis's father on there last night i mean there's tons of little stories you could have and, and little ties that you could have to those teams and, and i'm sure the utah people in utah have tons of stories about you know, those jazz teams. And, and it's just um, right now when, when we're all starving to watch anything that's kind of cool or sports related on TV, it would be amazing to watch all those things. If it was if it was the normal world, I, I mean, I can tell you at some point I probably would have watched all 10 of those episodes. But if this pandemic weren't going on and we weren't confined to being home so much, there's no chance I would have spent every Sunday night watching all of those I, and look forward to it from like Wednesday on yeah. so it, 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 part of it's just dealing with, with the scenarios we've got going on in the world. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. I, I wonder how many times that woman has been outed today. The blonde. Yeah. Lady that you, talked you, just about slip on, you just flip on Twitter and every, all the TV stations in Twitter all have her picture up and everybody oh, really? asking who she is. Oh yeah. my goodness. Oh, yeah. yeah I saw Dave first and all different kinds of guys saying, is he, if anyone knows who this woman is, <laughs> let me know. <laughs> She's going to get, oh, uh, okay. Okay. So I, I thought this was the case. I was going to say this earlier, but I'm pretty sure that that lady is related to one of the car dealers out of Indianapolis. And I, I'm looking at a tweet right now that from Jake that I'm pretty sure that that is Ed Martin's daughter. I'm pretty sure based on what I'm reading out of that, but I, I, I could be wrong. Jake knows everything. Though. It would make sense because those were high dollar <laughs> seats right behind the opposing bench. So yeah, that would make sense, man. Yeah. But th- there was. was no way it was not, it was not going to take long. I knew that the, the picture was too crystal clear. It was like, on, Oh, that this lady ain't hiding behind nothing here. Right. <laughs> oh man. It was funny, but yeah, that's, that's, that makes complete sense. But uh, it, too bad that she didn't. Uh, no, yeah, I'll just cut out there for a second. But uh, yeah, it's it, the fun that you talked about to have it as a fan for you, someone like you, as a fan having fun like that. Uh, that's incredible that that you equate that atmosphere to all the games well, you've it's played fun- in and been to. It's funny to see that when it's someone that's doing it for the team that you're rooting for, but it's. It's not as funny when you're on the court and you're watching people scream and yell at you. Like, 
and I'm not equating it to that. It was all actually kind of fun. And it's, it's just what Michael Jordan kind of said. Like you could see Michael Jordan almost made up scenarios, not, not almost in certain scenarios. He did make up lies about people that, that he said, somebody said this and it, he used it as his own, you know, middle, middle grudge. Yeah. Get, yeah. It was just, just a way to get him fired up. That thing about Carl Malone or I'm not Carl Malone, uh, George Carl. Where you know he said he didn't say hi to him at, at oh, yes. dinner one night, <laughs> and you're like, well, hang on a second, is it really, and, and, and is it really Carl Malone's position to come say hi to Michael Jordan, yeah. a player, or is it Michael Jordan's position to go say hi to George Carl? And he's the and goat, I don't care baby. One way or the other, yeah, I don't care one it's way or another. Funny how he every series he manufactured. If, well, he didn't always have to manufacture. manufacture a lot of it was real, but if he had say. to, the other one was the guy that played for Utah that when he stopped by to visit them. And the guy, I forget his name, but he said, "Man, why'd you quit? You know I was going to guard Brian you. Russell. Oh, Brian God. Russell, the guy he, the guy he made the shot over at the end of the game. Yeah, out of retirement now, bud. He said, hey, "Yeah, I made a note of that. I put him on the list." <laughs> Man. Here's the fun. Here's what we don't know. He may have made that whole story up just to have something against Brian Russell to to motivate himself. And and it's just like that's I don't I consider that part of his genius and and part of what he does. But when you get ladies like that. Or there don't have to be ladies. I, I remember it specifically, like obviously Purdue because of the rivalry, but Michigan also was a place where the fans were just they would show up way early before the band was playing, before it was loud, there was music on, and, and you could hear every word that someone was saying in the arena. And I mean, they would scream. Obviously, I wasn't one of the players they were all that worried about. So most of it was directed at Calvert, but they would scream some of the most ridiculous obscenities you've ever seen. No surprise there. Uh, can more offers going out for football in Indiana and a uh, commitment? Also, another offer out for basketball. They, they they went down under to get another kicker. Their their punter for the last few years, uh, Hayden Whitehead, is from Australia, and they've uh, just now got a commitment from a New Zealander. Uh, coming up from down there as well. So they'll continue in that strain of, of bringing the guys from down under. James Evans committed to Indiana. That's uh, his name. Then also, <laughs> go ahead. Is, it, is there less excitement when a commit when a kicker commits to a school than than if it's a great wide receiver? I mean, if he's, would you rather have the number one Most kicker schools- in the entire world or the number four hundred and fifty wide receiver? I, it would be interesting to see how many schools even scholarship their kickers. Not all schools even scholarship their kickers. So, yeah, that's usually uh, – I think and Indiana I don't mean, just started doing that. I, I'm not even – like, I'm not trying to make a point or pick on anyone. I'm just right saying, on. like, I remember reading that, and as soon as I saw the commitment, I was like, okay, another commitment. And I read it, and I was like a kicker, and I was like, wah, wah, wah. And I, like, I, I don't even have a reason I can feel that way. Like, when a punter – I can remember a ton of games when um, Pat McAfee would pin the team back inside the 10 yard line, you know, six times or five times in a game. And you're like, Oh my gosh, he's the MVP of the game. And, and when I see the commitment, I'm just like, all right, well, it's hard to get excited about that one. Also on the basketball side, uh, John Camden, six foot seven wing who hit 73, 72 threes last year. He's over. He's from Pennsylvania, but uh, offer from Indiana. Archie's kind of hitting up that Pennsylvania side, his own home turf. A couple of Hometown, guys he's talking yeah. to over there. Uh, he can so, go over there and speak that language. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a weird language. That's a they're different over there. 
it's difficult to yank those guys away from Villanova. I mean, if a guy if a guy's got an opportunity, Villanova is your real battle there. I mean, it's not the Kentucky or Duke. It's it's if they've got the opportunity to play kind of close to home and Jay Wright's a kind of a player's coach and that whole atmosphere. I read Jay Wright's book one time and and it was it's a great book and he is a he's kind of got some Phil Jackson motivational type things that he does and and he would be a tough guy to recruit against not to mention that program is uh is really good i've always said you know when a way to to beat some of this competition is to get the great coaches to move on and and jay wright leaving villanova like it'd be great for a college basketball for him to stay forever. But that's a guy that I can see one of these days, you know, getting lured to the NBA or somewhere for a big, big time contract. Cause he's a, he, he's a quality coach and I'm getting long winded off of that's a tough recruit to get someone away from that area. But if anybody can do it, Archie, cause he's, he's from there and he can speak that language. This kid reminds me a little bit about uh, we just had Will Sheehy on last Friday, I think. Uh, six seven wing, he averaged almost sixteen points, six rebounds, three assists, and connected on like I said, seventy two threes last season. Uh, he had a thirty seven point performance included that which included ten made threes in a game. This, I like this. Sounds it does looks good on paper. Does his highlight? Does his highlight video include him just diving on the floor all the time? Like, what would make you compare him to Will Sheehy? Just from body, just from just the looks kidding. and body, physical standpoint, right now. Teasing. Haven't his game? Uh, haven't seen his game to, to 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 see that completely. But from a body structure, a lot of they look, they kind of physically look like a little bit. But uh, yeah, let's see if he if he does if he has that complete uh, Will Sheehy game. That should be a great start. Uh, he, that's the, what a great. Uh, I don't want to say non-star. What's the word I want to look for? Uh, contributor to a team. I mean, man, he, he was a great Scotty Pippen type player for Indiana. Yeah, I mean, every team every team needs, um, you know, cogs in the machine. I mean, they need people to do other things other than just lead the team in scoring. And, and you know, they, they need great defenders and they need great screeners and they need guys that move the ball and can offensive rebound and stuff. And so, I mean, you know, every team doesn't have – is not built up of Michael Jordans. And, you know, you're seeing kind of these elite teams nowadays where you're seeing Steph Curry and Kevin Durant and all these guys on one team. And, and you know, now you're seeing – what is it, Anthony Davis and LeBron James. I mean, you're seeing these guys get on – you know, they're, they're amassing three all-time superstars on one team. And that – that doesn't just mean they're going to win. I mean, these teams that get the guys that are doing the dirty work, a lot of times, you know, end up coming out on the on the good side of this. And college basketball is even more of an issue with that. And and I definitely see, um, you know, I, I see the teams that have the guys that are willing to not worry about their stats uh, having a lot more success than than those big dream team type scenarios. You know, one thing that when you watch a series like the Jordan series, though, I think the kids can get, if they get nothing else, the absolute commitment to what the, the commitment to excellence, to what it takes. And yeah, it's unfreaking believable that what, what that entails. Well, here, here's what something like that does. I couldn't be a better example for this is because I have. I've got three boys that have all been involved in basketball their whole lives, and they range from 17 to 21 years, 22 years old. And 
if you asked any of them today who's the best player of all time, they're all going to say LeBron James. But watching that documentary, individually without me even saying anything, they have been like, oh, my gosh. Like he would, <laughs> I didn't have any idea. It, it's, it would be like me trying to think about Bill Russell. Like I never physically saw Bill Russell play. And when someone says he's better than Shaq or Kareem, you know, Kareem, exactly. And I'm like, ah, was he? I mean, the people he was playing against weren't very good. Yeah. And and so you get those same arguments. And, and now I kind of see that scenario. And my kids came out of that thing like, oh my, there's no doubt he's the best player of all time. And so it, that's what it's a documentary like that does. If Michael Jordan, I know he's not worried about people thinking he's going to come out looking like a jerk, even though that's what he said going into that thing. He's going to have a lot more people coming out of it saying he's the best player of all time. Going to take a quick break here. Coming up, Christian Lander is going to join us. they got some big news that I think is going to make Hoosier Nation very, very excited. You're listening to Indiana Sports Beat with Corey O'Leary coming to you from the Golf Club at Eagle Point Studios, powered by our rivals. Go to thehoosier.com. Get set up for complete coverage of the IU and Big Ten sports. We'll be back with more right after this. Hello, everybody. Jim Coyle from Indiana Sports Beat. When I'm not covering the Hoosiers, you can find me at Bubba's 33 in Clarksville, located on the northeast corner of I-65 at Veterans Parkway. Bubba's 33 has hand-tossed pizzas, bold burgers, and ice-cold beer from a select list of local craft brewers. An incredible food selection, all made fresh daily. Whether you're meeting the team for that post-win meal in the family dining area or meeting friends for happy hour to watch the game on one of Bubba's 50 TVs, Bubba's 33 in Clarksville. Pizza, burgers, beer. We all want a winning smile for those championship photos, and that's exactly what you will get at Reynolds Family Dentistry in Sellersburg. Reynolds Family Dentistry has been serving the dental needs of Hoosier families for over 30 years. Let doctors Roger and Jay Reynolds take care of your family. Just off of I-65 at 809 South Indiana Avenue in Sellersburg. Call 812-246-3368. That's Reynolds Family Dentistry, 812-246-3368. I'm Rain Shaddy, and I'm a Hoosier. As a toddler, you could always find me running around in a cream and crimson onesie and a red IU hat reminiscent of those worn during the world-famous William Tell timeout, shouting, Go Hoosiers! Like many other alum, I chose to make Bloomington my home. As a civic and alumni leader, I have become very knowledgeable about our community and would love to share my insights with you as your realtor. Find me on Facebook or call or text me, Rain Shaddy, with FC Tucker Bloomington Realtors at 765-623-9093. Now that warm weather has arrived, it's time to hit the links, and there's no better place than the Golf Club at Eagle Point in Bloomington. Voted best golf course by the readers of the Bloomington Herald Times, the Golf Club at Eagle Point is under new ownership, has new fairways and bunkers, and it's open to the public. When the round's over, there's cold beer and a full menu at the Eagle Point Pub and Bistro. Call 812-824-1100 to make a tea time. That's 812-824-1100. The Golf Club at Eagle Point in Bloomington. 
This is Jim Coyle from Indiana Sports Beat with Coyle and Leary. Indiana Sports Beat is now a part of the Rivals Network. You can go to thehoosier.com to sign up. It's free. Catch the show there each day live or at your convenience. You can also like or follow us on Facebook, follow the show's rebroadcast, anywhere you podcast. If we're not on a radio station where you live, we should be. Let your local station know they need to carry Indiana Sports Beat with Coyle Leary or simply go to thehoosier.com. Some of the best sounds you'll ever hear are generic, safe, effective, even money-saving, just like FDA-approved generic drugs. Even if they don't come in the exact same color or shape as their brand name equivalents, they have the same key ingredients and go through a rigorous review process. Talk to your doctor or pharmacist today and visit fda.gov generic drugs. Generics are safe, effective, and can save you money. You'll like the sound of that. This is James Whitman Jr., former Indiana Hoosier. Make sure you're keeping up with the Hoosiers on Indiana Sports Beat. Today's guest is brought to you by Reynolds Family Dentistry of Sellersburg. You need a million-dollar smile for those championship photos, and that's exactly what you'll get with Reynolds Family Dentistry. Welcome back to Indiana Sports Beat with Coyle Leary coming to you from the Golf Club at Eagle Point Studios, powered by Rivals. Go to thehoosier.com for complete coverage of the Indiana Hoosiers and Big Ten. Joined now by Christian Lander from Evansville. Christian, how are you, sir? Good, how are you? Good, good. Todd Leary with us, of course, as well. Former Hoosier player. Uh, thanks a lot for joining us, man. No problem. I know you've been working really, really hard Uh not only have you tried to finish your junior year through this craziness, Christian, but you were trying to do uh, add the added weight of, of, of to, to, in order to reclassify uh, at the added weight of, of, of doing all of that. And it sounds like, uh, I think you, have you completed that and are ready to make the move to Bloomington? Um, yes, I've made the official decision to reclassify to the class of 2020. So what was involved? What was involved in that process? Like what I I know just making the decision is one thing, but for those of us that don't know, because I've even tried to research it and figure out what, what that actual process is, what did you have to do to complete not only your junior year, but finish the requirements for your senior year in order to be eligible? Um, I had to take uh, four courses. I had to take um, two semesters of English, a government class, and then an uh, economics class. All this semester. Oh, man, a lot yeah. of hard work. Wow. And, and so are those – so when you make the reclassification, like when you make it official, so are you finished with those? Are they all done? Are they over with? No, I still got a little bit more to go, but I know I'm going to get them done. So, Awesome. Boy, that's that's what we wanted to hear right there. Well, I know you've made a lot of people in Hoosier Nation happy, but more importantly, you're making yourself happy because you're going to get an opportunity to play with Trace Jackson Davis and this team. How, why was it so important for you to to make this move? Um, I just felt like I was that, I'm, that I can get my body ready and be mentally and physically prepared to play at the next level at the age that I'm at right now. So I just feel like it was the best move for me. And, of course, I know you follow the Indiana Hoosiers and, and all the players they currently have. What are you looking forward to doing as far as what you're able to add to this squad? Um, I just feel like I'm coming in as a true point guard, and I feel like I can just do whatever they need me to do to um, contribute to them winning. Uh, you know, I've been watching the, the last dance like everybody else, and, and I know it's a different version, but, man – 
you got you got a little Reggie in you with that that body type. If you're a little shorter, but uh, who who are some of your NBA guys that you? I know Reggie's a lot older, but uh, who are some of the guys that you watch you like to emulate? Um, I'd say John Wall, De'Aaron Fox, um, and Damian Lillard are the main people I watch. Of course, Tommy's yeah, that, coming that into is, a that's great not a bad. That's not a that's not a bad group if you can. Uh, you know, in seeing some of that, like for our older listeners, like I watched, uh, I've watched a lot of your films and I got to see you play in person a couple of times. And, um, a lot of times we'll compare guys to guys in the NBA that are more from our time frame. I don't know if you remember Travis best at all, but you, you reminded me a lot of Travis best because he was left-handed as well. And, um, but, but I think you're a little better scorer than Travis best was, which is a really good sign from, from a comparison perspective. Cause he was. He was a great NBA player for a long time. And, um, you know, when you look at what you have have done giving up your senior year, like what was the most difficult part? Um, you're, you're the first person I've talked to that's reclassified. So I, sorry if I have a million questions for you. But um, what was the most dis- difficult part of giving up your senior year? I mean, I think obviously you would have been, um, you know, if not the front runner, you know, w- one or two in the Mr. Basketball race. Um, what, what was the most difficult part to make that decision to reclassify? Um, I'd say it's probably the Mr. Basketball stuff and possibly since I'm like a higher ranked person on the rankings, uh, probably McDonald's American game and the Jordan brand right. game and stuff like that. that yeah, that, I, yeah, I forget about those all-star games. That, that makes sense too. Those, those are just, you, you meet some great, you meet the great players from across the country and, um, and, and you just kind of develop a bond with those guys that, that uh, can last for years. So, yeah, I, I get that. I hadn't thought about that side. And I know this has been so much hard work, but it's not just you. I know your mom, Brandy, and your dad, Keith, they, they've all been doing this battle with you and helping you and encouraging you uh, to, to get to this point. Uh, the maturity level, we talk about it when you're not on here. I'll be honest with you, Christian, I was not mature enough to do what you're doing. So congratulations to you being able to do that, but having the wherewithal and, and the effort to do that. Uh, I know it, it has taken a, a lot of extra hard work uh, for you, but that that's the kind of stuff that comes out on the other end on the basketball floor, Todd. Yeah. And, you know, Christian, I, I heard, I know we, we definitely give your parents a lot of credit, but uh, uh, an unnamed source told me that uh, your sister actually was a big factor involved in you making the decision to go to IU and any truth to the fact your sister was the biggest IU fan in the, in the family. <laughs> Um, yeah, she's a pretty big one. She's been she's been rooting for IU since I've been starting to get recruited by them. So, yeah, yeah, I I, uh, I had heard that, and and uh, she just nice. became really really popular in the, in the <laughs> IU family. I can assure you of that. I had not heard that. Hey, what's the most? Oh, what are yeah. you looking forward to the most, uh, uh, Christian? You know you're going to be coming to Bloomington. First of all, I know. I guess the biggest thing is finding out when you're going to be able to come to Bloomington because right now, I guess you don't really know, do you? No, not the exact, not the exact date. No. Uh, what are you looking forward to most when you get up uh, up here, get, getting around your, your the teammates, or, uh, just the college experience, the whole thing? What What are you looking forward to? Um. I'm just looking forward to like getting into my flow of how things work in college. Um, mainly just trying to get on the court with my teammates. Mainly, 
How, how, and how much of a relief for you is it to, to have this behind you, to be able to say this, yes, I am reclassifying, I will be there, and not have to worry about that now and all the questions and uh, interviews and all that stuff? Um, it's a really big weight off my shoulders because that's probably the most frequently asked question I've ever gotten. Ever. <laughs> yeah, I, I can imagine it because we, we have all, you know, we've we've been saying it for months on the show uh, that it's a foregone conclusion that it was going to happen. And it's easy for us to sit here and say it because we don't have to put in the hard work to, to do it. And that's why I, I w- really was interested to know how many classes you had to add on because I wasn't a great student and I know how difficult. Uh, it would have been for me to accomplish what you're doing. So congratulations on getting yourself in a position to do that. Again, I know your family was a big part of uh, of helping you get through that process. And so congratulations to all of them. And I know the Indiana, the Indiana fan base is extremely excited to have you in the addition of this class coming in. And, and I think, uh, you know, I, I hate to steal cliche statements, but you kind of complete this class and, and make this class uh, one that everyone was excited for. But now I think the expectation level, which I say that with all due with respect of, of what it brings for you. But uh, the expectation level just went way up having you as, as a for sure commitment for these guys. Thank you. Appreciate it. Talk about playing with the guys that you're coming, the class you're coming in with, Anthony Leal, Trey Galloway. Uh, I know Jordan Geronimo is probably the least known to you, but uh, the opportunity to play with those guys, you're very familiar with uh, Trey and, and, and Anthony from, from your AAU days. What's it like to, to know you're going to be playing in college with those guys, that comfort level? Uh, I just feel like it's going to be really comfortable since we played a whole summer together. We was around each other all summer. You know how each other acts and plays on the floor, so I feel like it's just going to make it a lot easier. Well, Chris, did you? Well, I know you'd have been two years apart from them, but did you ever have any interactions with Trey Jackson Davis or uh, Armand Franklin or those guys? Uh, a little bit of Armand Franklin, but not much of Trace. I just watched Trace when he was in high school. Okay, gotcha. And watching the talk about the last dance, uh, uh, those are you are everybody has aspirations of going to the highest level that they can go to. Of course, NBA is that for basketball players watching that, of course, is that just continued to fuel your fire of continue to try to get better and better? Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, just watching the seeing how Michael Jordan never let anyone get the not best of him. Like he was always, he was always a hundred uses 100% at all times. So it, it like, fills my fire a lot watching that show. And that's one of the things that that, st- that just stood out to me. Uh, you know that it, it takes a lot, but I don't think it, it, too many of us really understand that level of commitment that, that he showed us. And, and for you to be you know, in that and someone to, to, see, to see what that takes, th- does that help you as you continue to develop seeing things like that? Um, yeah, for sure. Just seeing other people do it, not only Michael Jordan, but other great players that have played in the NBA, seeing how hard they work. Um, yeah, it definitely helps me a lot. You know, Todd, here's a great one. He's he's one that fits right in the category of your kids age from an age standpoint. Christian, who who do you think was the greatest player, LeBron or, or, or Michael, MJ? Michael Jordan. See, there you go, yes. <laughs> out of way. Did you, think that before, did you think that before the docuseries? Yes, for sure. I had arguments okay, good. with everybody about it. Basketball basketball IQ test number one, you just passed. 
I think the basketball players, it's a big difference. If you ask the basketball players like Christian, you're not, the fan may give you a different answer, but the players, they know, they know the scoop. Yep. Talk about coming into a, a playing an assembly hall, that, that thinking about those type of things, you've been to so many games, Christian, but the, uh, the thought of being out there on that floor, uh, do you think about that and, and, and what that's going to be like? Yeah, I think about it a lot, honestly. Um, this how I already know the crowd's going to be full like it is every time I go to Assembly Hall. So um, I'm just looking forward to it, to be honest. And we talk about uh, having those great crowds. You, in a high school level, you played in front of a lot of great crowds over your career. What does that do for you for your game? Are you Do you block it out or do you use it to, to help your game? Um, at the beginning, I don't really use the crowd, but once I – once my teammates or, or I get to going, I use the crowd a lot because it kind of pumps me up a little bit. Well, how happy – I'm sure your your, your mom, Brandy, and, and dad, Keith, are, are very excited that this news is out and that they don't have to deal with it as well either, as well, of course, you are as well. But it, just a big relief for the entire family, I'm sure. Yes, sir. Well, Kristen, we cannot thank you enough for taking the time to join us. We can't congratulate you enough. Uh, looking forward to you getting uh, to Bloomington and, and enjoying a, a great career uh, in Bloomington as an Indiana Hoosier. I know that you've worked hard to get there, and uh, we want to congratulate you. Thank you. Thank you, sir, and uh, have a good uh, rest of the summer as you prepare to come to Bloomington. All right, you too. Thank you very much. Here's Christian Lander, the next Hoosier, joining us here as his uh, – 2020 is, is realignment to the 2020 class is confirmed and he is headed to Bloomington. We, like Todd mentioned this earlier, we, we kind of pretty much had thought that all along. It was a matter of getting the things done, but uh, he is now, he sees the light at the end of the tunnel and that's happening. So that's gotta be a great news for Hoosier nation. Yeah, no, it is. And, and that's uh, you know, it's awesome to, to, I mean, you, I don't want to say set that goal, but kind of challenge yourself uh, from his perspective and challenge himself to go ahead and get those courses done. I mean, that's, that can't be an easy process. I mean, I, Hey, I, I, I didn't ask what he plans on majoring in, but let's just say it's not going to be English. I mean, if he had to take two extra English classes, I mean, that's not stuff that you just comes fairly naturally to you. I mean, I, it wouldn't have to me, it wouldn't have to me. I can assure you that. So <laughs> I, I believe me, I respect him as much right now for being able to accomplish that as I do any, any basket he scored in high school. That's for sure. It's certainly a lot, man. And looking for, and that probably gives you an indication of workload. Of, of it does. Of, it tells it tells you that he's got a work ethic that that is, <laughs> you know, really really good. And it tells you he comes from a good support system. I, I'm telling you, I can't I can't stress enough how big a deal that is. And and I know you you've had correspondence with his family, and and you know they have been very uh, very supportive and and beneficial to him in that regard. Um, yeah, I was extremely happy to hear. I had a little birdie tell me that his his sister was. Yeah, that was cool. A bit of I had not fan. heard that before. That was a cool little bit of information. I had not heard that. Uh, yeah. A nice yeah. little little tip there. I, I bet he's going to be. I, he's going to burn that key card up. The the Cook Hall key card that they get in with. Uh, he just seems like a gym rat kind. Yeah, of guy. I just I was just getting ready to say he he is kind of reminds me of the definition of gym rat, and and that is. That is something that you don't have to force other guys to follow. When you're the, when you're a gym rat, um, it's almost like it just it that it becomes contagious without ever saying a word. 
Um, and, and that's something that I, I think all of these guys, can, I shouldn't say that. I do not know Jordan Geronimo. So I keep lumping him into that category. And, and I think he probably will be, but I think Anthony Leal and Trey Galloway and now Christian Lander will, will be guys that will, I think their leadership will step in. They won't be like freshmen. They will to begin, um, you know, they'll kind of follow the lead a little bit from the beginning, but, uh, I think it won't be long before those guys, basketball IQs and attitudes start to take over this team. Yeah, it's. I, I think that that attitude period, the team wide, is gonna. You're gonna see a marked difference this year. I, I just think uh, they want that. They know that they need that. Uh, they've they've seen they've played without it, and they know that that's not good. That, that, right. that you have to have it. It's you. You cannot not have just great team chemistry and win. That, there's that is an understated statement because. It, it, you can have all the talent in the world, and if they don't like each other and don't get along, they're not going to, you know, gel as well and play as well as they could. Because when when you've got everybody working together to accomplish the same thing, um, you know, that's kind of the magic of basketball and and team sports. And um, you know, we've seen both sides of that in, in Indiana over the last several years, and and I think. I think we got a group coming in that we'll all talk about years down the road as, as a great, great group of kids. Man, I want to thank JoJo Smith for joining us today. The Hall of Famer uh, was on with us. Always having fun talking to Joe. Of course, Christian Lander uh, from Evansville, Bossy, now going to be a Hoosier as his, uh, he's about to complete his, uh, all, the, all his assignments to get reclassified to the 2020 class. He will be in Bloomington this fall, so everyone's excited about that. Uh, looking forward to tomorrow. See what? Christian Watford's going to join us. Uh, looking forward to that as uh, we continue, man. It's been another great day. It's like it's kind of wet out there, so no golf for Todd today. Nope. Probably a <laughs> couple-day relief here. Yeah, I'm telling you. Well, man, thanks a lot to everybody. We appreciate it. Uh, thanks a lot to Todd, to Jimmy. Until tomorrow, I'm Jim Coyle. I will see you on the radio. Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer a hand clapper a high fiver I kind of like the high five but if you want to hone in on those winning moves check out Chumba Casino at ChumbaCasino.com choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes there are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses so don't wait start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com no purchase necessary BGW void prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus